with my hand over my heart, I am confident, I believe in myself, I can do this. Welcome back to the Soundwaves Podcast with me, your host, Danny Steezy. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? And man, does it feel good to be talking to you. Before we get started, um, I just felt like I needed to take a moment to acknowledge you, to let you know that I am so grateful for you and that I appreciate all of the feedback that you guys have been sending me. Um, it's such a beautiful thing, man, to know that we are creating this safe space and doing this journey together. So again, thank you. I appreciate you. And now let's get into it. So I was going through an old hard drive this morning and found an interview that I facilitated with Kate Compton in 2015. The interview was written and conducted by Emily Kretz, who I believe was working for Vice at the time. And I'm not quite sure why we even put this thing together, but from my recollect, it's never been released. So today we are going to do something very different. We are going to unearth this time capsule right here on the show, because as I was listening to it this morning, I realized that even though this thing is like eight years old, it still resonates and applies to things today. You're going to hear Kate's takes on things such as how she deals with judgment, feeling secure with herself, modeling and posing nude, social media, childhood trauma, and how the lack of money pushed her to be a hustler. She also speaks on the other pursuits that she was working on at the time. So without further ado, here's the 2015 unreleased interview with Kate Compton. I get the most hate from being myself which is really crazy because I feel like we live in a world that everyone's constantly telling you to be yourself, but when you are, you get so much hate for it. Like I'm very comfortable in my own skin and even being naked or being sexy and people call me a whore, a slut, because I'm posing sexually. I I just don't understand why people are so hateful towards being comfortable. Maybe because they're uncomfortable? Who knows? I don't necessarily like to say people are jealous of me because that's just not the type of person I am, but I think it stems from insecurity. I think that hatred stems from insecurity. That's 100%. Um, When I was younger, I used to be very hateful because I was very insecure. So I understand that side of it. So I guess I try to like see both sides to it, but it just, it's kind of crazy to me that People are so hateful about things they have no idea about. Like, you never know where someone comes from. I think Instagram is a great platform to express yourself, but I also think Instagram is so filtered nowadays that I even find myself filtering what I'm posting. I don't post pictures of my family or who I'm dating, but that's my real life. I post pictures that I know people will like which it's, it sucks that it's that way. Like if I post a picture with me and my dog, it gets no likes, but that's my real life versus a picture of my boobs and my ass that will get lots of likes. So it's a good platform if you, if you kind of don't give a fuck about the followers and the likes in a sense. Like I said, Instagram is very filtered, everything. Like there's lots of things that appear to be a certain way on Instagram that isn't in real life. 100%. Then that's way in magazines, on TV, everything. All the like social media networks are filtered and it's a little, I don't want to say fake. I'm not saying my Instagram is fake. I do post, it is me posting, but it's things that I don't really care that much about in a sense. The first time I met Danny, um, <laughs> 
Oh, Danny. Okay, the first time we met Danny, we did a photo shoot. We had so much fun, and then we started drinking and having fun. And Danny is just a little. He used to be crazy, but I'm crazy too. But we just are two crazy individuals together, and we kind of clashed a little. And like, didn't we got along, but like, not really in the first day. And so, we didn't talk for a few months and kind of reconnected. And now we're good friends. But I feel like you have to have that like weird relationship with someone to see if it's real. I don't know that awkwardness. If you can get through awkwardness a little, then you're good friends. And we've been friends for years now. After this interview and photo shoot, I have. A fashion show, and then I'm starting to do music and record music. So I have a studio session tonight. So I'll probably be up till 6 a.m. working. But on a chill day, I kind of do nothing. I like to just relax with my dog, go visit my family, pamper myself a bit, maybe smoke some weed, <laughs> medicate. Um, yeah. My history growing up.、Uh, I grew up in LA. I did, but my mother had me very young. She had me at 16, and then my father was young as well.、Um, my father was never there. He does drugs, been on drugs my whole life, so I never really like understood it growing up as a kid. So I like I've seen some crazy shit. Like I remember being five years old and like SWAT team busting into my house and like. Being this little girl, seeing my father being arrested, my mom not being there because she was going through schooling. Like my dad's always, I always like blamed him for so much growing up. But now that I'm, I'm not old. I'm 22, about to be 23. But now that I like have a sense of what really matters, I feel like I can't blame. You can't blame someone for the way you are. Like you choose to be happy or you choose to be. Sad, and I chose not to be disappointed by him anymore. But I have four. I have three little sisters and one brother. My mom is 39 now, and she's an amazing mother. I don't really talk to my dad. He's there. He tries to talk to me, but like I said, I choose not to be disappointed by his actions. So, growing up was very. We're very poor growing up. Extremely poor, so it's weird for me when people think that I'm like this really rich, wealthy individual who came from money. I'm this stuck-up bitch because I didn't like at all. I ate ramen noodles every day for dinner. I would be home with my little sister at five years old, taking care of her. I'd walk to school with her. Like I practically raised my little sister. She's a year and a half younger than me, and my mom did what she had to do to go through college. So. I've always had so much responsibility to be much older than I am, and I think that's why now I think so maturely. And all everyone in my family comes to me for advice. So it's a little tough sometimes because when I need advice, who the fuck do I talk to? So I didn't have the best upbringing, but I wouldn't change any of it because it's made me extremely humble and grounded. And I think those are really. Important traits to have, and those aren't something you can buy or learn. Those are something you grow up with. So growing up not having any money or not really having anything has definitely filled my fire. Like I, I work hard. People think I do whatever to get my money, but I work for my money. I hustle. I, I failure is not even an option at all. 
Like I'm constantly thinking of new ideas to reinvent myself to do for the next step because for me, it's not necessarily everything is about money, but for me, I want success. Like I don't want to ever have to have children and have them go through what I went through because I went through hell as a kid. So it's inspired me to want to push forward and just challenge myself and I'm a, my mother, I saw her go through college with two kids. Like to see her work so hard has inspired me to want to work hard so that I can buy her a house. I can, you know what I mean, take care of my mother because she took care of me so well growing up. The brands that I would like to work with and that I have worked with. The brands I've worked with that was my favorite brand when I was 18 years old, I modeled in Paris for 3 months was the first country I ever went to on my own, like so nervous, so shy, and I got to work with Balmain. And they are, in my opinion, the best designer brand you could ever get your hands on. And I got to go to the showroom, I got to meet the owner, I got to smoke cigarettes and drink champagne. Of course, I was in Europe, it's legal there at 18. But that was, that was an experience, that was like a dream come true. Um, a brand that I would like to work with? It's a tough question. Because I have so many, like I don't, it's really weird. The things I spend the most money on are my shoes. Designer shoes, all day long designer bags. My clothes, not so much. Like the jean, the leather leggings I'm wearing right now are Zara. Like I don't really care that much to spend money on clothes, but if I could work with a brand, I would guess say Chanel, like duh, that's every girl's dream. Not to be like a typical basic bitch, but like, duh, Chanel. <laughs> Mentioned earlier, I'm working on music now, which is really fucking exciting because I've been around it so much and I've never, I've been a model for seven years now. I've had to stand there and be pretty and not say anything. So now I feel like I have this platform where I can say whatever I want to say and it's really exciting. So I'm looking forward to that and I'm not changing my name, I'm leaving it Kate Compton because I'm a thug. <laughs> and also, um, I'm probably not supposed to be talking about it, but Danny and I are working on a coffee table book, just me. Um, we're gonna travel to different places and shoot all over for a good six, seven months. So. I'm really, really excited about that. So what did you guys think? Um, for me, and this is purely my interpretation of it as someone who spent a lot of time with Kate over the years, I actually feel like this interview is totally on brand with our last episode, which was, do you really know your friends? Because as I was listening to this, it dawned on me that none of this is new information to me. In fact, Kate and I were really close and we had many talks about all this stuff many times over again. But as I was listening to her right now, it just hit different. I felt deeply for her and her experiences. And truth be told, my initial physical response was, I just wish I could hug her. It's truly unfortunate that I wasn't equipped with the tools that I have now because I didn't know how to see and acknowledge my friends back then like I can today, right? So hearing these old stories and a new perspective really impacted me, but I'm trying not to beat myself up over it because I wasn't here yet and I can't remorse over the past. All I can do is use it as a vivid reminder in the present, a reminder to be super conscious and aware of my intentions in my relationships with people. And uh, the other thing that came up for me was 
was this feeling of being extremely proud of her. And I don't mean this in a condescending way at all. I mean it from the standpoint that she's strong and was able to unapologetically speak her truth. And this is a virtue that I've always been aware of because looking back, the thing that bonded Kate and I together so strongly in our friendship was our hustle, our willingness to do what it takes to survive and to change our experiences to um, never go back to that feeling of uncertainty. And no matter how wild or crazy the nights got, we always knew that it was game time as soon as the sun came up. We were both well aware that no one was going to come and rescue us. Financially, there was no lifeline. We had to create one ourselves in our own independent experiences. And that type of commonality and outlook really forged something between us that I was completely unaware of at the time, which was safety. I'm gonna close things off with this and I'm not gonna divulge too much information because I wanna have respect for the personal relationships that I had with these people in my past. But I will say that Kate and I had a falling out a few years ago, which is a bit sad, right? But it was also a very necessary action that I had to take. And um, so I literally don't know anything about her life today. Knowing her tenacity from the past, I'm sure she's doing well and thriving. And that makes me happy. And who knows, maybe at some point we can meet each other where we currently are. And if that happens, amazing. And if that doesn't happen, also amazing. The alluring thing about creativity, photography, art, and human experiences is that you can collect these fragments of time that you spent with the special people in your life and use the memories as pages in the scrapbook of your heart. Love, kindness, and forgiveness gives you the magical access to revisit the pages whenever you wish. And this, my friends, was a beautiful page. All right, you guys, I hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful week, and I will catch you on the next one. You seem in so close, I wanna see your goddamn. I wanna know what's under the I'm feeling so numb, so you can keep your clothes on. As fast and as fast as